Hi everyone, Vegas film critic here, Jeffrey K. Howard, here to review the new film, Cure for Wellness, uh, directed by Gore Verbinski, starring uh, Dane DeHaan and Mia Goth, and Jason Isaacs, don't want to forget him. Uh, you know, very first movie I ever saw with Gore Verbinski that he directed was Mouse Hunt, and it's still to this day one of my all-time favorite dark comedies, and it was one of DreamWorks' first films, and if you haven't seen Mouse Hunt, or you haven't seen it in a long time, it is just comic genius, with Nathan Lane uh, trying to destroy this mouse that's in this classic mansion that's uh, designed by a famous artist, so it is just one of the most funniest, darkest comedies I've ever seen. I love that film to death. And I had the pleasure of meeting Gore Verbinski a few times, especially with the Pirates of the Caribbean films, and he is just, you can just sense this this artistic endeavor in him. You can just sense the genius behind the man. So here we have The Cure for Wellness, and first of all, it's it's kind of like the pitch, it's like Shutter Island meets, uh, what else is it? Shutter Island meets the, the, the Road to Wellville? It's it's a really bizarre film. Let's start it off with uh, Dane DeHaan is a, I think he's like an investment banker or stockbroker or something, and he's sent to find one of the firm's uh, main partners. He has to sign some papers, they're going to do a big takeover, they're going to sell the company, whatever it is. And he has to go to this place in the Swiss Alps uh, where they're famous for their waters, for their health spa. You know, back at the turn of the 20th century, that's where they went. They thought these waters had healing powers. So he shows up in this Bavarian village in this castle, almost like this insti this institute, and he has to find his uh, his mentor, his uh, the leader of this company. And of course, while he's there, Jason Isaacs is running the whole sanitarium as, you know, tr you know, trying to get him to stay. And there's billionaires, there's, there's movers and shakers, there's the world leaders, there's people at this institute, at this sanitarium that is there for these healing powers. But of course, as he gets along there, things start don't kind of mesh what's going on. He can't, everyone seems to be like under some weird hypnotic spell and they keep forcing the water on him. Drink the water, drink the water, drink the water. Well, if you know drinking from the Kool-Aid, that can be a bad idea. So as he drinks the water and the days keep going by and he's freaking out, look, I got to get back to New York and I got to get my, my, my boss and we have to get out of here. He starts hallucinating. And if you've seen the trailer, there's spoilers in this movie galore. And I don't want to give anything away. I'll be very careful not to, but if you've seen the, I'll just skim around what you see in the trailer. He starts hallucinating and there's imagery of eels that's throughout the whole movie that he sees eels in his glass. He sees eels in the toilet. He sees eels in tanks, these deprivation chambers that he has to hide underneath and try to help for this uh, for this cure that he that he supposedly needs now because he's kind of going cuckoo. We spent the first nine months of our existence submerged. Our bodies mostly liquid. This sensory deprivation chamber simulates a return to that embryonic state. Uh, so you see all this imagery going over and over and over. So the movie has great style to it. Gore Verbinski's eye and his direction, the art directions, the setting, they are masterful. I mean, you're just watching cinematic, just genius at work. It's the story that suffers. Again, if you can have the best looking film, the best actors, but if the story doesn't work, the movie doesn't. So we have a visually stunning movie that, that builds with suspense, that builds with questions, that builds what in the world's going on. And it doesn't move fast enough. It doesn't give you enough information to keep your interest. You want to know what's going on with the sanitarium. You want to know what's going on with all these patients. What is the motive? Obviously, Jason Isaacs is behind. What is the motive this, of this place? You know, and we have this backstory of, you know, for centuries that this place is famous for its waters. And there's all kinds of uh, a little village down below. And so it's almost like a Frankenstein kind of villagers hate the sanitarium. They don't go up there. They kind of keep their distance. So the movie doesn't give you enough 
information to keep your interest as you go along. You're like, what's going on? Give me something as the movie goes on. Because it's long. It's like two and a half hours. So I'm sitting there just like, come on, spoon some more to me. I love what we're going with this. What does the imagery mean? Is he hallucinating this? Are they really eels in the water? What is going on? And then, of course, not giving away the ending, it turns into a whole Vincent Price, House of Wax, uh, Abominable Doctor vibes. Uh, it just turns into, like... Uh, theater of blood. And when you see it, you'll understand if you know these Vincent Price films, you're just like, you can't, you can't believe what the resolution is of this movie. You're sitting there, you've got to be kidding. You invest all this time, all this energy into the story, and the payoff is just the worst. It is. And without giving away the spoilers. So based on that, the last 30 minutes, it's almost like a different movie. It really is. You have... It's almost like the devil's reign. It's almost like an occult, you know? There, there's so many other ideas that could work with this movie. And of course, you know the old adage, review the movie they made, Jeff. I know, I know, I know. But I was so disappointed in this movie because none of it made sense. Nothing made sense. And if it was your job to be like a Stanley Kubrick and, and kind of give these weird kind of images and these long, silent kind of scenes, well, okay. But there was this thing was like so many different styles of famous directors that Gore Verbinski just kind of forgot how to tell a story. I really do. And this movie with critics, we stood outside and we, we talked for another 15 or 20 minutes going, what in the world was that? It was just so disappointing because it looks magnificent. But the story really suffers. All right, for more reviews and interviews, just surf on over to my website, VegasFilmCritic.com. If you like what you see, please subscribe, thumbs up, you know, give me a comment below. What did you think of A Cure for Wellness? Ah, oh, man, it makes me angry. These are, these are the kind of reviews I really hate doing because I have such admiration for these filmmakers, and I just have to be honest with you. I really do. It was a major disappointment. And I love, I love, uh, uh, I love the cast. You know, you got... You got, uh, what's his name? Malfoy's father, you know, from Harry Potter. And, and Dane DeHaan. Uh, he's just a phenomenal. He's one of my favorite actors out there. It just doesn't work. And I forgot to mention Mia Goth. You know, she's she's this girl who just wanders around and just does these, like she's in this, what is the stuff in the blue vial? What is the resolution that they keep drinking? You know, at the end, I'm, I'm, we're trying to determine what that was. And if it is what we think it is, it's another, you've got to be kidding me moment. It really is. I know I did my outro already, but this movie made me angry because I expected so much more from it because it looks like Terry Gilliam and it looks like, it looks like these great directors and their visual style. But of course, the story isn't there. Oh, Jeffrey K. Howard, Vegas Film Critic. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.